Welcome back to episode 64. Three. 63. 63. 63 of Beyond the Pine. We've done 63 episodes, boys. I just want to crazy? start off by saying love you guys. I love, love you, too. you too, man. Love you, love you too. I love doing this show. It's a fun time of the week. It's a nice break from our other shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Our regularly we programmed get to talk, We get to talk about things that program. we don't know about. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm Steven Suptic. I'm Clayton James. And it is your boy, Hove. Hove. And this is boy. And this is boy hole. And this is boy. <laughs> this is, <laughs> this is boy hole. The man. Is, uh, and this is uh, <laughs> void. The boy hole wonder. <laughs> Worst superhero. What would your power be? Um, ability to make black holes. What would yours be? <laughs> but really far away in the universe. <laughs> I would have the ability to turn any wood into different wood. I would have the ability to make as many wishes as I, was, as I want. <laughs> I'd have the ability to make anything super sticky. <laughs> so I have the best power of all time. I can do anything. All right, let's go. Top three powers. We'll go around the circle. Yep. You starting with you. Flying, unborn, and... <laughs> Being unborn. Flying, so unborn, reborn. And the third one would be uh, invisibility. Yeah. Flying, control of time, and... The power to have as many wishes as I want. (laughs) So that means two of yours are just going to be used for probably rape. Well, no one said rape, dude. All those kids, when they were in school, who were like, I wish I was invisible and I could freeze time so I could touch this girl boob. Everybody had that thought. They didn't know that that was rape at the time. No, they didn't. They didn't. That's Well, things were different back then. (laughs) (laughs) It was a simpler time, So my powers. Number one, the power of flight. As you do. Number two. Flight or flying? Flight. Cool. At any speed I wanted. <laughs> but it was harder to go slower, he thought. <laughs> Number two, reality manipulation. Are you just taking Thanos' powers? No. Reality Thanos manipulation. Thanos can't fly. Can you define what that would entail? Reality manipulation. Define what that would entail. Uh, the ability to manipulate reality as I see fit. So you All could right. turn Kib into a duck. Yes. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. I could turn Kib into a duck that was just a duck, or I could turn Kib into a duck that was entirely Kib, except he was a duck. What the fuck? But it's whatever you can think of. Anything. What if you couldn't think of anything? Third power. <laughs> the ability to make ice not so cold. <laughs> but still really cold. <laughs> That's a good power. <laughs> to the cord. You're like, dude. <laughs> no. That's so funny. Pulling the fucking cord no out of the thing. So that's, that's fun. That's a good amount of powers right there. Yeah, we'd all be like really powerful. What, totally. would, our, what would our team be? Instinct. Yeah. Well, that's already a pro gaming team, so you're probably going to have to choose another. Um, probably phase. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was really gaming team. Do keep going? I would have the power to make TV my friend. And I, have the, I would have the power to make Daquan my best friend. And, and my, my power would be to be able to play Fortnite with Ninja. <laughs> and then my power would be able to be able to go do a good building, double ramp. <laughs> to be the best builder in Fortnite. Dude, my power would be the best builder in Fortnite. Open your eyes, man. What? I'm tired. <laughs> um, hey. How is everybody? Good. Good. You guys went to the apple orchard this we weekend? We did, yeah. yeah Let's talk about the apple orchard, and then we'll see what Steve was doing. James and I went to I the freaking apple I have a orchard. Little, a funny little random story, too, after up this. Up in Oak Glen, sure. Yeah. yeah. We'll just touch on... Actually, it, it was on Oakland Road, but it was in a oh. town called Yakaipa. Yakapaka. Yakopaka. I forget. There is a town up there that's literally called Yucco... Yucca Valley. That's yeah, what it is, right? It's Yucca Valley. Yeah. But that's, over, that's but like it near wasn't, Joshua Tree in Palm Springs. You're right. Yeah. It's nowhere near. It wasn't actually an it's apple. Actually, oh, it is 20, near. It's only like 20 miles away. Yeah. So it's not that And, and uh, Palm Springs is like 40 from Oakland? From Oakland? No, it's like 20 miles to oh, like wow. Palm Springs. Yeah. Amazing. We should have went there instead. So was it actually an apple orchard or not? Because I'm still confused. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't actually... The apple orchard was like up a little bit further, but this was like the... It was called Parish Farms, and this is where like all the little activities are and where they actually sell all the apples and stuff. Can so, I just say that... You, this has been built up for probably a solid two and a half weeks now. Yeah, that it it's has. apple orchard, apple orchard, apple uh, orchard. It was and you it know it was, was being planned, dude, to be an apple orchard. And then Kib gets in, he's like, "Yeah, it wasn't an apple orchard." Well, there was a small <laughs> little area. Jamie and Mimi chose the one place on Fort. I'm not shit talking, but they happened to choose the one area that wasn't uh, an apple orchard, but Correct. a minute down the road, so seven apple orchards because there were probably a solid thirty. Apple orchards within a minute to choose distance. from, you know, yeah, yeah. The, the, even closer. Right? How? What was the distance of this one? Hour thirty-seven. 
but all within the same area, about a minutes to four minutes drive, 30 apple orchards. Was there a single apple tree? Yes, but they were demolished and rotten, and there's maybe 17 of the trees. So there was maybe a time where you could have picked apples at that point? There was a very small patch of an apple orchard. There were trees, about 25 trees. Each of them had the most dead, rotten apples that had fallen off. Each of them them more dead than the the last. And the stink almost... um, it smelled vile. James thought I farted, and I was like, did I farted? <laughs> no, I cummed. <laughs> and then you did fart at one point. And then I did fart at one point. Oh, wait, yeah. you actually farted? Yes. In front of me. I had to hide that smell of the rotten apples. But you guys see the video. It was really fun. We had a great time there. We didn't really pick any apples, but James and I did get lost, and we found ourselves at some... Inbred, inbred, inbred pirate, inbred pirate houses, houses in the forest. I'm gonna need that explained to me. You'll have to well, watch the watch video. The, you're gonna have to watch the video. Tune in next time. Jesus, you guys just hooked me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's called a hook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, James um, was pulling the cord of off of uh, Steve's headphones away from his head for those. Away from what is Steve? that? This is Muggsy Jeans. Muggsy Jeans and. Bespoke Post, thank you Muggsy Jeans and Bespoke Post for sponsoring this episode of uh, Beyond the Pine. We'll get to you guys in a very short amount of time. I have a very quick story though. A super random fucking story. So Lauren and I went to a party on Saturday night and we were in the car, like at a stop sign or at a light on our way there, just waiting, listening to music, you know, getting ready to go to a party. And I hear yelling, and but I didn't know where it was coming from. I, f- I thought it was like the music that, that I had on. And then from the left... All of a sudden, just this this woman in like a like a club dress, like a tight dress, just runs at full speed <laughs> within <laughs> like inches, from out. which within inches of my car, like, and then right behind Get her, out. just this big dude just chasing her. Oh and shit! And they just run. They're running in the middle of the street, and I was just like, "What? That sucks." The big dude. Do you want to do a trade or not? <laughs> I, We're trying to I trade Pokemon. Thinking, I was thinking it could have been like a pimp prostitute thing. Like she was trying to get away. Yikes! Or it could have been, and I hope it wasn't a fucking an like rapey situation. Yeah, but the, that sucks. I, I don't think it was like a rape or an abduction because it was so out in the open. Okay, like Thank God. it could have been. I think you'd be surprised. I'm sure I would. You would be surprised for what? Well, I mean, prostitutes—they're everywhere. And you know a lot about prostitutes. Well, I know a lot of them. <laughs> Sex workers. Is it? Is that a derogatory term now? Uh, prostitutes. Yep. Really? Yeah, it's always been kind of demeaning. I guess it has always been a little bit, yeah. Hasn't well, it? Prostitute. Well, we won't what get is into the, that. What is the meaning about that? Because prostitution is, a, is an actual word describing what a sex worker does. She prostitutes herself. So I suppose just because it's been used as a derogatory term, it's now... We need a insen- better term uh, for drug dealers. Dealers. Mm, still narcotics has a- officers. <laughs> narcotics <laughs> officers. Well, well why? why? Narcotics deliverers. Because both of the uh, acts are illegal. Yeah. And I want to clean up all illegal acts to make sure that all illegal acts have a better connotation. Right, but it's a description. It's not of a fair man. to just have one illegal act sound better. If what, it's what one or it's better? all. What sounds better? Drug dealer or prostitution? Drug dealer or prostitution? They both sound bad. They do both sound well, bad. Well, that's fine. They're crimes. Why and are- I'm saying that we need, if we're going to clean up one. Is this not coming through? No, I understand. No, I think it's totally coming through. I just think it's stupid. But drug dealers aren't offended by being called drug dealers. In fact, I'm, I'd imagine that they're proud of that. No, name. if, if I was a drug dealer, it. I wouldn't want people to know I'm a drug dealer. Well, I want to be called something. That's because I, you wouldn't want to be well, even a drug dealer. If I was a prostitute, I wouldn't be called a sex worker. If I was a drug dealer, Steve. I wouldn't want to be called narcotics officer. Steve, <laughs> if you were a drug dealer, yes. but you didn't want anybody to know you were a drug dealer... How are you going to make business, dude? Yeah, come on. You got to sell drugs. You got a network, dealer? man. You got to put up a billboard. Hey, I'm Steve. I'll get you drugs, but I'm not a drug dealer. People uh, know uh, these uh, things. I'm a drug. They know who the drug dealers concierge. are. Concierge. Who, who aren't. Drug, drug concierge. Dealers. How about that? Concierge. That's perfect. Narcotics. But drug, but drug. Narcotics concierge. Narcotics is cool. Narcotics concierge. Still illegal. <laughs> yeah. Still illegal. Yeah, both, both of them are. And in know? time would also be derogatory. In time. That fucking narcotics concierge so, yeah, that's fucked thing. me. So let's say we're... 20 a, for a gram? And the reason you might be able to compare the two is because there are countries that have legalized all drugs. And there are people in those countries that what are... What country has legalized all drugs? Uh, let me check. It's... I think, like heroin? Yeah. Cocaine? Yeah. Cocaine, too. Jamie, I need heroin? you to look this up because I hate using this laptop. Use that screen so we can watch it. I like that. What happened? I like that. 
Hey. Oh, dude, I fucked it. I like no, that. No, you just go to the, uh, you, yeah. We're good. Fire's back. Jamie, quickly, what country has legalized all drugs? And let's say we get into a world where all drugs are legal. Right. Then it's going to be sort of like prostitution. Well, prostitution's, prostitution's not still, legal, still so it's nothing like prostitution. But there are, are there saying are places. that you want this? Portugal. Portugal, that's what. All drugs are legal. Yes. Yep. Hren. Huh? Cocaine. Yeah. All the drugs are illegal. Lettuce D. Yeah, lettuce D is legal there. In Portugal. Why? What? And what is the level <laughs> yeah. of drug addiction in that country? More or less. I'm, I wonder. Yeah. It's in the. Hmm. That's a great question, James. High 90s. High 90s, low 80s. So is it, wait, is it more or less than the average uh, drug addiction of other places? Oh, he sent me it. 14 years after decriminalizing all drugs, here's what Portugal looks like. This is interesting. It's yeah. a destroyed city. Yeah, throw that shit up there. I want to see it. Go full screen. Someone's going to have to read this to Just me. go full screen and we'll read it. In cool. 2001. All right. Here, uh, go to the top and drag it over. Yep. Come on. Drag that over. Can you drag not see that over. on this screen? Right now, oh, you see can't. the top left, that little green plus? Nope. Come on, you're trying to log into fucking left, Creative top Cloud. Left. Top left, that little green button. Press <laughs> Come it. Come on, man. I can't move my neck that <laughs> much, man. <laughs> now, put the, mouse, put the mouse near where the text is. Yep, there you go. You did it. A little lower. Wow. All right, in All 2001, right. the Portuguese government did something that the United States would find entirely alien. After many years of waging a fierce war on drugs, it decided to flip its strategy entirely. It decriminalized them all. If someone is found in the possession of less than a 10-day supply of anything from marijuana to heroin, he or she is sent to a three-person commission for the discussion of drug addiction. You get a commission? made up of a lawyer, a doctor, and a social worker. The commission recommends treatment... Or a minor fine. Otherwise, the person is sent off without any penalty. A vast majority of them of the time, there is no penalty. <coughs> All right, let's uh, scroll down. Hold on. So I'd like up, to back up, back up, back up. Um, be back done. Up more up. It doesn't seem like there's any information on Portugal there yet. No, no, no. There, there was. It said seven years later. Go back up. Fourteen years after decriminalization has not been run into the ground by a nation of drug addicts. In fact, by many measures, it's doing far better than it was before. But that's yeah, but just Portugal. I was going to say also, what like where are the statistics? They're just saying that. I'd like to see the actual statistics. So there here we is. go. Here's statistics. statistics. So it looks like <laughs> lifetime prevalence, past year prevalence, and past month prevalence of drug use among all wow. adults. So we've got lifetime prevalence right there in the blue, 2001, and then 2007, and then 2012. Someone explain this to me. Okay, so that means that in 2001, that's what lifetime prevalence was, meaning like, I'm assuming... The amount of um, drug like addicts. The length of the prevalence of using drugs versus a year versus a month. So if you look at 2012, it's higher than 2001. Why is that? Well, population. More population, 11 years later. So but also... When did they enact this? In 2001. 2001? So the mm. blue one is is when that started, when that was enacted. 2012, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing, is when the last study was available. Um, it's higher mm. still. Yeah. So that means no, it's, it's gone up. No, it's but gone it, up it looks like it went the, down. They should have done this as a ratio, not as like versus population. Hmm. Maybe there's more. But look, it, it shows that it has gone down more recently. Go back up really quick. As you can see, the lifetime prevalence, 2001, 2007, 2012. And then it says past year, past month. So it has gone down in the past year and month, but... Can I admit something to you guys? Sure. I've always struggled with graphs. And How come? I, here's, I don't know. Here's one thing that hmm. I simply don't buy. All graphs? Because of this. You're, you're trying to tell me that if you decriminalize a drug like heroin or meth, that the amount of addicts that were doing it before that were going to potentially face jail time or any sort of like criminal charge are now less inclined to do it because it's legal it doesn't make logical sense it yeah. doesn't make logical sense or any sort of sense also like an addiction isn't gonna change whether it's legal or not it's oh fuck it's legal you know what don't feel like it anymore so i i think i don't know there's just yeah, nothing i really i really sense. don't know but it, maybe they keep less violent people out of prison this way which doesn't cost the taxpayers well i guess maybe their country works differently well i think oh i think I of that relates uh, is that? But are we talking about money, or are we talking about like? Drug Sorry, use? I was talking about purely what I care about in this country. Um, yeah, people I, well, putting, I getting put in prison for nonviolent crimes for years and years and years and years, and yeah, then you pay for it in taxes. Like, yeah, somebody who is um, in prison for like marijuana, right? Like there are people that have gotten like twenty-five to life for fucking pot, right? Versus somebody who's dealing fucking ten pounds of meth. 
that person des- de- deserves to rot in jail more than somebody who just fucking totally grew their own weed or something. Like there's a difference there. I don't think they should all be decriminalized. Weed should be and has been f- to an extent. But like the people who are fucking peddling heavy narcotics that are responsible for like massive amounts of drug addiction in the country, fuck them, dude. But they're, yeah, they're, they're doing it for money. Like what the fuck? Fuck you, you piece of shit. But there is a difference as far as uh, the drug and the correlation to how much time they spend in prison, right? Like a worse uh, no, drug think- you would get. Well, I think that the, it's by classes. There's different classes yeah. of drugs. Yeah. So like a class A drug would be like heroin, meth, I think even coke, like stuff like that. And those federal, like um, the amount of time that you would serve is higher for, is class higher for the di- different I mean, classes. That makes sense for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. Like yeah. I think that if you do that type of shit and because those drugs have no benefit mm-hmm. to anything. Yeah, there's no They're only purely for- addictive and destructive. Heroin helps me chill the fuck out so I don't kill people. I wonder what heroin's like. Euphoric, man. It's got to be dope. I've never done it, but that's that's it what I've heard and what I've read. To for your brain to fully re return to how it was before you took heroin. Really, even after one try. Yeah. Wow. Six months. I might go out of neuro- my way to find a narcotics connoisseur. I might go out of my way. <laughs> narcotics <laughs> go out of your way. I might Concierge. drive hundreds of miles for this. Concierge. <laughs> Concierge. Yes. Sorry. But like connoisseur and, wouldn't be able to get you. And then the, there's the you know the whole like stipulation about. Um, hallucinogens like mushrooms and acid but yeah. the effect that those drugs have on you are non-existent compared to meth or heroin like I still think that there, there, there's no need for it there's no benefit even with hallucinogens that I, I think that they absolutely should still be illegal and like there's just so there's no argument yes it's not there is, nearly there's, as there's harmful, actually but. studies that are going on and that have gone on about the benefits of uh, psychedelics when oh, it really? comes to things like uh Anxiety and depression curing. Really? Did you guys know that magic mushrooms and ecstasy are both class A drugs on the same line as heroin? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Magical mushrooms compared to heroin. That's that's like another thing. It's like, you know, like the the studies of those drugs and like the benefits of those kind of drugs are are showing that not only are they not as detrimental to your body or your mind, but they also could potentially have health benefits. I mean there was this image I saw, I don't know how credible it was. I think it was on like the Explorer page on Instagram, <laughs> but it showed like these two bottles of like cannabis extract from like the 1910s and they were being marketed as medicine, <laughs> like full on medicine from a doctor, this bottle of extract, you know, cannabis extract, medicine on the thing. And it's like, that was sold as a medicine, right. even as soon as like 1910s, 1920. Question for you. You're saying that there are... Um, some medical benefits to hallucinogens, but also there was, isn't there? Uh, it's more like psychological studies, though, physical. showing that there are also psycho- psycho- permanent potential psychological harms of doing that, as far as yeah. like getting permanent psychosis and things well, like that. Well, that's based so on guess, if you were to take one like proper dose of like acid or mm-hmm. mushrooms, it wouldn't do that to you. That's for people who like took a fucking eyedropper of acid and drank it. Yeah, true. You know, like do people do that? Oh yeah, dude. That's like some crazy like grateful dead shit like some hardcore hippie stuff crazy there was this thing drugs you know the grateful dead is right no you've never heard of the grateful dead they were like the hippie like band i didn't realize it was that big they were the band dude yeah they were the band dude go up to sf grateful dead everywhere man that's what we're talking about but so there was this uh there was this (laughs) there was this um like groupie kind of like group <laughs> that was like their their like they're like security or they're like their muscle or whatever that they would go on tours with i think that they were called like the wrecking crew or something and they would like if anyone fucked with the band or like because they also peddled a lot of lsd like that's how they made a lot of their money was selling lsd and so like if anybody like tried to get on their territory or shit like that like the wrecking crew would like tie them to a tree and it was called fingerprinting and what they would do is acid Tied them to a tree and just fucking stuck them with acid. Jesus. Like in their blood? Or they just, no, if you put it on your skin, it actually does something? We'll yeah. absorb it. What? Yeah. Oh, this same, is new information for me. Thing. Look, I forget the exact name of the term, but it's the same thing with vape juice. It's, um, it can absorb through your skin. Oh. <laughs> start rubbing it all over your fucking face. Really? It, is it as strong as if you were to put it on your tongue? Yeah. So y- you can just your, you well, can just think, splash someone with acid. I think your yeah. different body parts absorb differently too, right? Well, like it's all about how things more. metabolize. Because like, yeah. um, that's why like the different ways of doing drugs are like smoking, 
eating, ingesting, or injecting, it metabolizes in your bloodstream differently. Mm-hmm. Eating is like, that's why like when you take a shot, 10 minutes later, you'll feel the effects because it takes 10 minutes for that to metabolize in you. So mm-hmm. hear this out. I have a bathtub. Mm-hmm. And I fill it with vape juice. And I lay in it. You OD. Do I, would I OD? You start throwing up probably You, you would probably, um, yeah, you'd probably, well, you'd become... I would become the juice. You'd become <laughs> extremely, you'd probably die of dehydration <laughs> before what? you died of anything else. Because nicotine dehydrates you. That's so insane. I'm gonna look I think you'd probably start throwing up before fuck. you... I, no, you know what? It would probably, you'd probably start dehydrating you know and throwing dehi- up, and then you would dehydrate even more because you're throwing up. And yeah, and then you'd probably also have a heart attack. Cause yeah. Because uh, nicotine raises your heart, your heart rate. What a bad combination of things. Heart rate increase, dehydration, throwing up to dehydrate even more. That'd be fucking brutal, man. There was a story of this guy who was trying to like um, smuggle acid, and what he did was he, oh, I heard he, about he that. soaked his T-shirt in it, and then he dried it out, so the acid was still in there, but it was dry, so the shirt was dry, and he wore the shirt through the plane, but it was a really hot flight, and so the, it started to, he started to sweat, and it, which made the acid go into Wear his skin. Wear a shirt skin, over that. And he fucking <laughs> lost his mind on the dude. flight. Oh my god, I tried to Google, um, can I fill a bathtub with vape juice? It hasn't been searched. <laughs> no one else is that serious. stupid. Google, no results. <laughs> what the fuck, lol? Google replies. Supposedly there's something called bathtub e-juice though, so... They were warning people not to that do that. A, oh, I don't like that. That sounds just like a brand. Yeah, it sounds like um, homemade, maybe. Like, you, mm. what's that homemade alcohol that they used to have in the 1920s? Moonshine. Moonshine. Yeah, yeah I like, still have mm-hmm. it. People making their own it's e popular juice. Thing. I've had moonshine. Moonshine. I've had mushu shine. Are you flexing? Yeah. <laughs> Is Absolutely, this you flexing? I'm flexing. My grandfather. Well, why don't you flex, I... James? Speaking of flexing, <laughs> let me tell you guys how you can flex. Oh, that was so good. Oh yeah, baby. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. It's with the help of a little thing called Bespoke Post. Thank you so much, Bespoke Post, for sponsoring this episode of Beyond the Pine. So when you're constantly on the go, grinding away at work or out with friends, there's not much time to think about upgrading your style or apartment. That's why I, and we, love getting hooked up with a box of awesome from Bespoke Post every month. L-O-V-E-E, love it. We love it. L-U-O-R-V, we love it. Check this out. These guys are scouting out for quality and unique products to send to all of us. Um, and you can experience too at boxofawesome.com. So if you answer... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Misspoke. was a bit heated. <laughs> <laughs> so if you visit boxofawesome.com... <laughs> Why is this still here? And you answer a few short questions that will help them get a feel for the kind of boxes that'll go best with your style... Um, you'll answer those questions and they'll get a better idea, as I just said. <laughs> so whether you're, <laughs> whether you're in search for the perfect drink, a well-cupped pad, or jet-setting in style, Bespoke Post improves your life one box at a time. Some of the cool things that we've gotten from Bespoke Post has been the the wood grain Bluetooth speaker oh, that yeah. Kib had. We got the... Um, got the, stolen from me. I believe they were the little bourbon glasses. Oh, yeah. They're the really cool. They oh, yeah, they balance. Yeah, they balance. And the soft blank... Someone took the blanket. Uh, Autumn had been using that blanket that we got from Bespoke Post to keep her her puppy warm. Um, also, your bag, that cool leather bag. It's really cool styles. They're they're all kind of like industrial, modern, kind of rustic, but like still current stylish Very items. Yeah, they definitely fit with our brand a lot. Um, um sorry, she did what? <laughs> <laughs> you can talk to her after the show. <laughs> The cool thing, too, about Bespoke Post is that they're not going to charge you an arm and a leg for the subscription service. Each box goes for under 50 bucks, but it has more than $70 worth of unique gear waiting inside. The first of each month, you'll receive an email with your box details, and you'll have five days to change colors and sizes or add extra goods to your box. And if you're not filling that month's box, then you can just skip it. So from barrel aging kits to limited edition cigars, weekender bags to classy dop kits, Bespoke Post offers essential goods and guidance for the modern man. Now you're probably wondering, well, what kind of sweet deals do we get if we use Beyond the Pines code? Well, you're about to find out. Check this out. <coughs> to receive 20% off your first subscription box, go to boxofawesome.com and enter promo code PINE, pine. at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, code PINE, pine. for 20% off your first box. Bespoke Post, themed boxes for guys that give, give a, a damn. damn. Thank you so much, Bespoke Post. Send us some cigars. I'd love some Cuban, that'd some be really cool. Cubano they cigars. Have, that's amazing. Hey, yeah, I have a couple of recommendations for you guys for uh, things to watch. I started catching up on Mindhunter mm. again. Is it better? Yeah, 
I'm on like episode five or six. Take some time to like get into it. You, yeah, it becomes like, because I was really into Sword and Scale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you um, were until freakishly. Dude, he doesn't upload any fucking podcast. I, he uploads. He's like, taking a break, or is he just like piece doing of shit? Like he's working on some secret project, but it's him and like three other guys who are also into the same kind of genre, all uh-huh. trying to make jokes with each other. Granted, that was just. They're setting up their personalities, but it's like what we do. That is not a good podcast for people that make jokes, um, and that's harsh. But you know, we know our. You stay in your lane. Yeah, we, we know how to make podcasts, <laughs> make comedy. Mindhunter gets so much better. It's like Sword and Scale, but watching it through people just learning how to study these mm-hmm. um, criminals, and they have Ed Kemper perfectly reenacted, hmm. amazing, and they have other like murderers that are real murderers mm-hmm. in the show. It's so good. And another show that you guys need to see, uh, because it's genuinely a really Haunting scary show. Hill. Haunting of Hill House. Yes. I'm gonna Did you watch today. it all? Did you watch it all? I'm not, I'm not finished, what episode? Uh, six. Six. Six? I'm going to oh, start it today. Dude. All the singles? I've heard You're nothing one episode things. away from the scariest moment that I've ever seen on TV. Damn. On TV? Really? Uh, which, um... You ever seen Walking Dead? Are Dad? you in the... I'm not going to spoil anything. Are you on the eulogy episode? Yes. Have you ever seen the Halloween episode is that, of The Office? Well, you ever seen Halloween you, Town? Is it the scene, you know, the where they're... Spooky. No, no, you're not there yet. Never mind. I, I, I want to watch it, yeah. It's genuinely really good. The last, like, I want to say four episodes, they weren't as good as the, the build-up to it, but it rarely ever is. Yeah, isn't that annoying when, like, a show will build up, like, amazingly build up to such a great point, and then when it's, it's actually, like, revealed to what that build up was going towards, then you're it's like, never as good. and then it, it's not what you wanted it to be or what you thought would be a good idea for it to be, and then you're like, well, now that's just the fact in this story is that it's it's this. So in a way you can relate it to, because you, you guys both saw Hereditary, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. So baby. you know how it deals with family drama yeah. and actual horror? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Hereditary. All right, so it, it takes two genres and meshes them really well, Hereditary hmm. does, but... In Hereditary, sorry if you haven't seen it, this is sort of a, it's kind of a spoiler. You know how it goes off in the end towards more of a horror path. This one goes more on the family path. Mm. And Mm. it's not what I wanted, but I get why they did it, but it felt a little like Riverdale-y. I liked Riverdale, though, but obviously Riverdale was shit. Yeah, no, Riverdale is a shitty show. Uh, Riverdale is not a good show. But it's beautiful, it's Fun. It's, it's somehow, beautiful. dude. I love. It's shot beautifully, actually. Like, well, I think. Let's be real here. Vampire Diaries. I haven't seen it. Still, I watched some of it. Everyone it that watches right. Riverdale, I think, if they're a normal person, can agree that it's a great show. They love it, but it's a terrible yes. show. It's a show that you like. Yeah, I like this show, but it's not a good show. Yeah. Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah. And this is a very well-written show. This is another thing that actually really frustrated who, uh, me about who it. Who wrote it or produced it or anything? Anyone, I don't know. Like, no, Someone no, that no. really likes monologues. Yeah. Dude. Oh, Shakespeare. Have you noticed that, Jamie? Yes. How many monologues are in each episode? Of Riverdale? No, in ha- uh, Hill, Haunting of Hill House. Three. Oh, dude. The last five episodes, it just increases and increases. You'll get uh, like three monologues, four, five. It's so well written, It is. It's, it's really well written and it deals a lot with mental illness. Hmm. Um, it's a great show. I really liked it. I give it like a seven point five out of ten. Oh, if it I'm stayed as it. a, not bad, the dude the door opening scene in the very beginning, you know, where the the dad's scared and he's like trying to get the son out of the house, yeah. where the door's just like that is one of the most tense moments I've ever seen on TV. It was so wow. well done. Um, you guys should watch it. Truly, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna start it today. I want to. Yeah. Just know that there are a lot of monologues, and mm-hmm. there are many of them that you don't have to listen to, and that you could easily skip. Because they are so boring. Fuck. There's every time they the don't mom, add anything. You ah. should just, if you, I don't agree with you on certain like w- things because you're just a very impatient person and so you do things like that like you skip through things and I'm just like I didn't skip it though. You have a Generation know, Z uh, attention span. I didn't eight sp- seconds. Well, like, I, didn't, I wouldn't watch oh, a show and skip stuff. I didn't skip it. I didn't it. actually skip it. I just <sighs> knew afterwards that I could have if I wanted yeah, to, I and that they you. weren't worth it. You know. I, it, it was That's fair. It kept my attention. I just realized afterwards, holy shit, I just sat through a five-minute monologue for no reason. Mm-hmm. And then Why? I... like, Huh? Do you think that the directors just think that, or the writers, that you get more character context by hearing them talk for five minutes or how they feel, I how they're currently feeling, what I they thought, blah, blah, blah? I feel like it's, it can well, be an like egotistical it thing. It five minutes. Oh, dude, Jamie. I'm trying to figure out the five-minute five monologue. Dude, how long do these monologues get? 
Wow. Five minutes. Dude. Put a timer on the clock. Five minutes of one person just talking. Oh, yeah. That's crazy, man. Oh, yeah. They're really well written, but it, it feels like there's, there's no well? point. Yeah. Killing time. No, it's acted great. Like, there are some, you know, ugh, moments. See, again, back to my question. What do you think the purpose of that was? Okay, so I think, and I, I'm sure I'm wrong, but I feel like the writers got way too into it and got a little bit pretentious and egotistical with the stuff that they were writing, and they just took it way too far. Um, mm. there, there was a lot that could have been said just by action, and they didn't do that, or stuff that could have been left more subtle. Yeah, I want to talk about this so much more, but I, I want to watch it. You, you should. So yeah, should I want to. I want to hear you come back try to talk see about it. it. Just binge it, and then we'll talk about it next week on the podcast. Right, I'm gonna I, bench you, actually. Yeah, I can bench you easily. Keep you in. Yep. Okay, you guys are gonna bench me. Yeah. Cool. That'll I'm be dope. <laughs> yeah. So I I'm gonna watch it for sure. Yeah. That's uh, those are my recommendations. I watched, um, I watched Haunted on Netflix, which is like the reality kind of uh, talk show thing where they it's like Re-enact. real life yeah it's, so it's like real life kind of like that show on Discovery Channel back in the days I think it was called like A Haunting or something but it was like shitty like Discovery Channel like reality TV thing interviews but this one is really cool like they have this creepy like old kind of house living room area that's dimly lit and they'll have the main person sitting there that's going to tell their story and with like um, family or family friends or whatever people that have known them or like their close friends and it's kind of like Sometimes it's the first time of this person like telling their friends or family of like this experience they had. And so they'll tell this true story of like what they experienced growing up, um, like the supernatural kind of like encounters that they would have. And the reenactments are done really well. Like some of the CGI obviously is like, eh, because like apparently CGI is really hard to do if you don't put a lot of budget towards it, um, which always just annoys me. Like if, if you just made that part of the cgi a little bit better it would have made this whole thing a little bit better it's but they really choose like difficult. you know what I mean? yeah it's difficult i know but like i don't know sometimes we talked about it, that just with then moon. don't then don't do it did we talk about you that know? on the last podcast i don't think so it was just during the week but with moon my one complaint was the fact that all of the cgi was like noticeably bad not well, all with, of it. with moon ah. with moon I, I it's a lot it's a lot more of a character totally absolutely a, but like a, that like, like sci-fi like Marvel, but like you said, that takes me out of it. Watching yeah. it, loving it, love the characters. You know what I mean. And then this and fucking CGI man with the the big fucking thing outside that's like tossing up the dirt and seeing how the dirt lands and through the window, seeing anything yeah, well, that CGI was just like, yeah. oh fuck. Well, that movie was made in 1957, <laughs> 2006 or seven, I think. But yeah. that's like that's one of the issues with independent films. Is yeah, you know, like an independent film that wants to make a sci-fi. You're gonna have to get a lot of oh, money, or like try try to m- make it situations where you're filming it inside of the base. I have never practical. seen an interesting sci-fi short. A short? Uh, maybe I've seen a couple, but there was one that was like animated and it had robots in it, and it was really cool. But it was like like not a live action thing; it was an animation. Mm-hmm. But every time you see a sci-fi short, it's always like they'll have a cool set, you know. But that's it. But that's it. The poor guys. The poor guys. They, <laughs> they just can't. Know. They can't do it. They don't have the budget for anything. If you have sci-fi, have a budget or don't do it. Make a family drama. Make a horror. Lights out. Make a one-location thriller. That's make something you, you can do. do. Yeah. Make the woods. <laughs> yeah. If I mean, look. If you want to make a sci-fi short, as a, an actual short, have it about an astronaut who's in the airlock, trap, who can't get back into the ship. That's two locations, maybe three if you want to cut to the bridge, you know? So you don't have to worry about so much shit. Like, that's how you don't make Don't have a... aliens. Don't have lasers. Don't have gun battles. Don't have... <laughs> don't have aliens. Don't have hyperspace. Yeah, please don't ever please have Please don't aliens. have hyperspace and use turbulent displacement and after effects. Don't have a wormhole. Don't. And don't <laughs> have spaceships in a hyperspace scenario. And don't have yeah. cool spaceships and battles and spaceships. I don't live at the end. Oh, yeah. Kevin's got to die. die. at the end. Die at the end. Die at the end. Die at the end. <laughs> die at the end. <laughs> but anyways, back to Diagonale. What did you say, dear? Diagon. Back to a haunting. He said Diagonale. Were you talking about a haunting? Uh, haunted, haunted on Netflix, yeah. So they were all different stories. And they were, I'm glad that they weren't all, like some of them were similar, like, you know, I was haunted by this entity or whatever. And then there was one that was actually about alien abductions, which was really interesting. Um, because it turned out that like we the, love it the, when there's the, aliens <laughs> the town the small town that this uh, girl was from like years later it was 
this big like expose thing where like so many people from the town had been claiming that they had been experiencing these same things, like so many people in this mm. town, which is crazy. Um, but then there was one, the most interesting one is the second episode and it's where this, this woman and her sisters on, on it too, when they were growing up, they grew up in a, in this house in like upstate New York, like out in the boonies and Albany. <laughs> no, like even boonier like, than that. Well, Albany's the capital of New York. It's dope. <laughs> like <laughs> middle of fucking forest, upstate New York. And so they grew up in this house and their father was a serial killer. Like he would, and the mother would like, it was like an accomplice. And so he would, you know, go into town and find some like drifter or like just stray is what they call them. Like drunk people, bring them back to the house to party and then kill them. And the, the, the two girls were like there and like they were abused and shit. And it, but they were also abusive parents. Oh Yeah. Oh, the dude, the dad was have to insane, be. dude. The dad was insane. Imagine having And then he was like, he would like bring the bodies out into the forest and like do like rituals and shit with them. And so fuck it's, it went from like a real life, like, fuck, my dad's a serial killer. <laughs> my dad's a serial killer to like, oh. to like, well now, well, well now he's trying to worship and, and summon demons in the forest with the dead bodies of these people that he killed. Jeez. So we have to deal with demons too now. Ugh. It's like, it was one of the, it was what, just. That was his goal? To summon demons? That's so cool. <laughs> How many people did he kill? Oh my God. I Millions. heard on the radio this morning. There is a person <laughs> wanted in the LA area, um, wanted for eight murders. And Jeez. they found uh, remains in the Riverside and LA area. Wow. Eight murders. Fuck and that me. murderer is out here. Could be one of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. It is. I think that uh, they should try and catch him. Before it's too late. <laughs> Before it's too late. <laughs> but that's a that's a serial killer that's on the loose. I haven't heard kill. about that in a while. Wait, yeah. W- w- yeah, you know, like when was the last? I miss a good serial killer. Yeah, you know, when was on. our last? When was our last serial killer? I don't want to feel safe walking down the street. Remember I want to know what. What's the guy's uh, the, the night the night prowler the night uh, prowler night stalker? Back when was in the, that? It was like late oh, 80s, the right? night stalker. Was the that around the same time as Golden State Killer? I'm not sure. Yeah. The, yeah, the night Jamie says so. I assume the, the Night Stalker was at like L.A. area, right? Right, Jamie? Yeah. He was L.A. He was like late '80s, early '90s. Something Ramirez or Romano or something. Ramirez twins. Huh? Ramirez twins. Oh, it's two people. Wait, what? There was. I thought the guys, two different killers. The Night Stalker twins? was like uh, Ramirez or Rodriguez or something. Oh, no, no. The, the Night Stalkers. The oh, there were two Night Stalkers. No, it's oh one my guy, God. right? The Night Stalker and another murderer. Oh, okay. Serial. So the Golden State Killer, yeah. you mean? Question about this guy, though. Um, what type of victim is, is he killing? Is he What's killing his MO? Prostitutes? Is he involved I'll with look prostitutes? It up. You know, or is he just killing random people? Let's see. I'd love to know more about this murderer, guy. Maybe we can get him on the podcast. Los Angeles. If we know his MO, we can avoid it. LA and Riverside counties search for murder suspect wanted for questioning in seven other homicides. His name is. Jesus Choi Guzman, 34, a person of interest in seven homicides. Investigators in two counties are looking for a man who is a person of interest in seven homicides in Antelope Valley and a suspect in the eighth killing in Riverside County. Hmm. Jesus, uh, 34, was first named a person of interest last month when investigators found three decomposed bodies on the property he rented on the 30900 block of 106th Street East in Little Rock, said Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department. Dead mm, to that's pee. Glendale. Nope. Thinking of Eagle Rock. So Guzman was evicted from his 106th Street home in August, the same day sheriff, uh, sheriff's investigators found weapons, evidence of methamphetamine production, and some stolen trailers and trucks on the property, Gunner said. Guzman was not there at the time and had failed to show up for a court hearing three weeks earlier for a July arrest, he said. Investigators didn't find the decomposed bodies until October 11th. Mm. Two have been identified as Jose Joseph Lara Paez, 66, and Julieta Arvizu. 49, both of Little Rock. Later this month, and later last month, investigators found the remains of two more bodies in a different part of the property. It's unclear how they died. Um, Laura Paez unclear and how they died? Arvizu were friends who disappeared in January with Arvizu's boyfriend. Not going to try to pronounce that. Laura, 39. Laura Paez's car had been found abandoned in March of Little Rock Street on a Little Rock Street where residents said it had been parked for a month and a half. Um, something, something, something. They lived together. Uh, doesn't say any motive. He's been described as Latino. He's five foot five, 150 pounds, hmm, heavier than Jamie. Um, 
Yeah. So there's murder on the loose. Crazy. Five foot five. Come at me, bro. So Shody. Hey, Shody. Bring it on. Now, Shody. A little detective work. Now, there were methamphetamines found in the house, as you know. Meth makes people crazy, or at least crazier. But it was also methamphetamine production. Yeah, so he was he, he was a narcotics meth. connoisseur. It sounds like it seems like concierge. Concierge. Sorry. Narcotics concierge. So and it seems like maybe a the drugs got to him into a, in, in a psychosis and he was killing his peers or random people and or it was a drug violence type situation. Somebody owing him money, um, now, giving out freebies, and then yeah, oh, I'm yeah. done giving you freebies. Now I'm going to give you Freemasons murder. But 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 but, but Freemasons with, murder. With each of those scenarios, you know, it's still important to give these people the respect of narcotics concierge. Absolutely, as they are not drug dealers. No, and drug dealers are disgusting creatures. Now, now this man is a murderer, but the drug part of it, unrelated, unrelated. in my mind. He's yeah. a narcotic concierge, and that's all we know for guys, sure. Guys, people died. And that is horrible. And that is horrible. It is. And that is a horrible thing, and the narcotics thing is separate. In Steve's I think opinion, we need to find separate. this guy. And Steve's opinion Should we? separate. I've changed I, my mind. I think we each, we each I'm with James. get double gold Two Desert double gold Eagles. barrels. <laughs> Dude, we all have double gold Daryl Eagles. <laughs> Dude, here's what I'm saying. Here's all, all that I'm saying. We each are carrying two double barrel shotguns sawn off, so the, the distance is about five inches. And anything past that they can't won't get hit. We go look for this guy. We each we both have we both both of us have trench coats. Both Black. of us? Both of us have trench coats. <laughs> Do you guys believe in being a vigilante? <clears throat> no. I think that'd be well, dope. I always said that depends. If I was 50, 60, and my life has nothing going on, and I know it's not going anywhere, and I've let my life ruin, I would become a vigilante. You have. You've literally told me that seriously before. I mean, look, if I, um, well, if I lost everything, if everything I loved, everyone I loved, was taken from me. And, and killed. I, and killed. However that were to be happening, I would, yes. If I had nothing left except for the revenge, yes. And your name? The Punishment Man. <laughs> the, sh- the Punishmenter. And my name? Spider-Man. You Two. could have those powers. So what would you do then? Say you have no information as to who's wronged you or your family. None at all. Literally no leads. There's no way. You never will be able Step to. Step one. Who, what, who do you vigilanti? Step one. Who's the victim of your vigilantes? Step one. Police scanner. That's oh. the first step. step one, so you just kill random bad people one. and you decide based on no, what's reported in the police. You don't kill, just anyone. You don't kill you, anyone. You get a police scanner to see what crime's going on around. Okay. And when you go there and approach them, you question them. You interrogate them. And then they shoot you. Bang. Now here's, what? Here's what Batman does. Well, he Batman's a, a top roofs. Understand? He's a trained professional. You're jumping in here emotional. Self-trained. Self-trained Who is you or him? Batman. Batman which Batman's means, not self-trained. Batman he's not self-trained. He's been trained. He's been trained. League of Shadows, my guy. Okay, so I joined the League of Shadows. You can't. They don't go. accept you. Step one. You're too okay, slender. Then I'll take uh, karate. I don't you know. You're not accept. I, you can't afford it. Okay, so I'll join the police force. You can't. They don't want you. Too slender. I'll join the army. They don't want you. Oh, either. dude, I'll do fucking. Uh, what's it called? What's what? A, what's it where you what stay? Do you think where you stay at home? In in domestically. Be National dad? Guard. National I'll do. Guard. Na- they'll accept me. They won't. They don't. I asked. I'll grow. Okay, this is what I do. I take, an ex- I take an experimental serum. It's known as... Specificalamine. Daquan. It's called it. Dayquil. It's called... <laughs> it's called... Date and time, Nyquil. Everyone's taking it. No one says it. And so you take it, and it gives you powers if you stay up past the when you're sleepy. James, you're just high. Dude, so what I do is I get hopped up on NyQuil. I'm 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 talking. I'm taking three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten balls a night. Dude, I'm so fucking ready to stop villains. They catch you masturbating in your bathtub (laughs) in a vat of NyQuil. I'm soaking. Trying to soak it up in his body. I'm soaking it. Sticky. Well, what I do is I take bath salts, and I've got two, three hours max before I'm dead. Max. (laughs) Max. So I need to find who the fuck's responsible. Every minute you're closing in on an overdose. No, but real talk, I would, you know, granted I had the ability to either have the skills already or get the skills to be able to take care of all this shit. So here's what Revenge you have. Revenge is a dish best served cold. So <laughs> <laughs> Here's what you have, for real. You're 50. 
you know, you're still in all right shape, Steve. And thanks. No, you're not. I was like, sarcastic. Oh, you're yeah. not. James. Okay. He's worked out in this lifetime. Right now you're 50. Everyone, you know, has been murdered, killed. You have no leads whatsoever. You just have a burning vengeance and nowhere to put it. You have a police scanner. You've got some weapons. Boop, boop. What weapons? Um, you know, you got a couple guns. You got a Glock nine. You got a Winchester revolver. A Glock nine. Yeah. The reload time on that Winchester. Winchester that's all you got. A Winchester what? <laughs> revolver. Okay. That's all you've got. So is it a six shooter? No, it's a four shooter. A revolver with four shots. Two of them are broken. Two shots. A revolver with two shots. The third's jammed. Okay, so the listen. fourth is powerful. That's what you have. That's all you have. You've got that vengeance. There's no leads. No way you'll ever have one. You have How a police scanner. You, you know, you've got 60K you in savings. You've you got 60K savings. in savings. Okay. You're 50. You know, what do you do with your life? You're out of a job. You just got fired. What do you do? What do you do? For real. If you were a crime fighter? If you guys wanting to be vigilantes, what's your game plan? You just do it? So you're in shape. Have you taken any sort of uh, combat training? No, not a single. But you no. have guns. You just you've been thinking about it your whole life, uh, uh, and but, you have guns. So you own You're a gun, but yeah, self-trained with guns. That's it. Okay, but are you? How are you as a marksman? Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty okay, good. That's important. I would buy a silencer first off. Nice. And I would also trade those guns in and get a, a really powerful air rifle. An airsoft, nice. Not an airsoft gun. <laughs> an air rifle, ones that aren't um, regulated by the government, and you know. Mm-mm. They're well, real. Well, you, you can... could go to Nevada and just buy any gun you wanted. Yeah, you could, but I don't want to be caught with a gun that I don't have registered. I'd get that gun from There Will Be Blood. That's not a gun. That's a air That's pump. what I would get. Okay. Or the silenced shotgun. You could have said that. Nope. You that's, want the air uh, gun. No Country for Old Men. That's the one. You just have to be banking that the person that you did that to hasn't seen that movie. Well, I'm pretending. I walk by There him. Will Be Blood and it's No Country for Old Men. It's No Country. I, was, I didn't agree him. with that. I'm walking by him. Mm-hmm. He's killing someone. Hey, sir, can I help you kill that guy? <laughs> Dead. The amount of time you'd have to get it right up to the top of his forehead. Well, He's it's not going to stand there my, unless you put that coat. up to his forehead. It's in my trench coat sleeve, man. So you're putting your arm up. Like sir, a, are you okay? <laughs> you, there's a clip on the end that you yep. have to put. I did it. Check this out. <laughs> sir, are you okay? As you <laughs> yeah. put both of your hands up yeah. to him. Yeah. Get this, the fuck off, yeah. you freak. This, I killed you. Do it to me. Do it to me. Well, you're too far away, man. Just pretend. <sighs> Sir, let me help you with that. <laughs> this seems menacing. <laughs> you know? You're already Simply. dead. No, you, you were, dead. Dude, you were a foot away. <laughs> yeah, I told you because that was for the demonstration. Okay, maybe in this scenario, something's in between us. No, come closer. It's not. You're in, we're in a hallway. Come here. Uh, uh, no, closer. Uh, sure, you okay? Oh, you caught me. <laughs> you know? Okay, do it to me now. <laughs> you're killing. You're not, uh, so you're dead. Little you do, don't have the ability little, to do anything little that do you I know, just did that Little that do fast. you know, bringing you back to the beginning of the podcast, I have reality manipulation. Fuck! You think that you did that, but what had happened... I did it to myself! Help! And then, there I am. The man that you swore to kill to get revenge for killing your whole family and using your daughter as a best really? friend. Wait, quick, you have unlimited wishes! Wishing myself back to life. <laughs> and I myself wish to talk about this next sponsor. Oh! Nice. Oh, 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 oh. How good was that, guys? That was Just was okay. okay. We're getting better. Yeah. yeah. And that is Muggsy Jeans. Muggsy Jeans are the most comfortable men's jeans ever made. Now that's them saying it, but I believe I believe them. That's no exaggeration. These jeans are literally as comfortable as sweatpants. Now that's actually true. They are they are as comfortable as sweatpants. I mean, you guys felt the mommy. You guys felt up my legs real good. Check and sucked it off. Wish you would do that every day. Nope. Founder Leo started Muggsy because he was tired of being uncomfortable in his jeans. He spent five years working with industry experts to totally redesign and perfect jeans for the regular guy. Muggsy owes their ridiculous comfort to their high-tech fabrics, which include materials like synthetic silk, spider's eggs. They didn't include that on there, but that's what silk is, right? Spider's eggs? Nope, it's spider's web. They also have a bunch of other technical stuff we won't waste your time talking about. Once again, I'd love to hear what those are, so if you could put that in the next read, that would be amazing. I'd love to waste everybody's time talking about what uh, fabrics those are. All you need to know, though, is that Muggsies are so soft, breathable, and ridiculously flexible, you won't be able to wear any other jeans again. You can literally sleep in these jeans. I sleep in all my jeans. Unfortunately. Gross. You have. I've seen a picture of you sleeping in your jeans. Yeah, sometimes I just don't care. Take them off. 
They even make sitting at a desk all day feel like a dream. Mm -hmm. They are that comfortable. For those of you who think this sounds too good to be true, no worries. The guys at Muggsy are so confident you'll love your Muggsies, they have totally free, no-hassle returns. So you have nothing to lose by giving Muggsy jeans a try. Muggsy just launched their fall line with five new awesome styles, including safe-for-work chinos. We've heard all about those. No ball poppeth out. No, That's nut right. hath fall out through short. Yes. Mm-hmm. With fall full in effect, with fall and fall effect, with fall and full effect, there is no better time to get your own pair. <laughs> <laughs> foul and fall in fact <laughs> you're just like hitting a fucking thing <laughs> so do your legs a favor head over to mugsyjeans.com that's m-u-g-s-y jeans you all know how to spell that I hope dot com to get a pair of the most comfortable men's jeans in the world and use code pine, pine. for $10 off that's mugsyjeans.com for a pair of your new favorite jeans using code pine, pine. yes they yeet. are the yes, most yeet. comfortable jeans you ain't ever had you ain't never had Thanks, something Muggsy. like this before. Thank you, guys, and thank you to our sponsors for yeah. sponsoring this episode. Yeah. You can check out our links in the description. We got merch. Mm-hmm. We got the P.O. Box. You can send us stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, follow us on all our social medias. Yeah. Once again, the podcast is also on Spotify now, and it's always been on iTunes. Go give uh, Spotify, give a yeah. There. But Spotify is the new one. That's awesome. Part three of The Mind of Steven Septic this Saturday at Yeah, 2 baby. And We've got you... another, uh, some other cool stuff that we're working on, such as potentially, who knows, maybe something special. Ooh, I, I don't was know. just looking at Steve because I don't know if I should say it or not. Are, oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> but we, well, also, we got some different stuff we're working on. We also have um to need you guys to click the notification button. <laughs> 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 if you could, it's uh, right next to the subscribe button. If you do like our videos and you want to see mm-hmm. when they come out and you don't want to find out a week later that, oh, there's... There's been five videos I didn't see because I didn't get a notification. Yeah, click YouTube, that notification button. Yeah, YouTube yeah. likes to cuck us. Yeah, they've been they cucking really us. They really fuck us, yeah. So click that thing. It's Never Subscribing almost means nothing. Definitely subscribe for our egos, but it's the bell. The bell is what will notify you Ding. if we've uploaded a video. B-E-L. Click that bell. Code and slash bell. next time on Beyond the Pine, uh, we're going to look at it. how many people clicked that bell, and I'm going to yeah. make a single bell noise for everyone who did it. Take a screenshot of you clicking the bell and, and uh, tweet at... Official SP7, and I will reply. And, and we will know if you unclick it. For we'll, every, f- yep. we'll know. Yep. We'll find you, yep. and we will mercenary yep. kill you. Yep, yep, yep. And for every <laughs> single one that we get, Kib and I will make out for one minute. No, no, I won't agree with and that. And thanks for coming. Should we make sure that's not happening. Can anyone make sure that's not happening? Jamie, the producer, make sure it's that's not happening. It's looking like it's happening. Can I, do we have eyes on it's happening? Eyes on it's not happening also. And... Uh.